Hello, everyone, and welcome to Time for Us. It's me, Danny Wallace, sitting here in my hotel room in New York City, baby. I know, can you believe it? I made it. I made it. I made it. For any of you who know me, my friends that are listening to this podcast, you will know the journey, the trials and tribulations that it took in order for me to just simply get my ass here. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to bore you with the ins and outs of it because it involves losing my passport, having to apply for a new passport, which in South Africa is like fucking, I don't even know, wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy with the way that our government infrastructure is sitting at the current moment. But anywho, uh, let's fast forward to the fact that I'm here. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And I'm sitting on my bed looking at the New York skyline it's really quite something. Uh, doesn't really even feel real, um, to be honest. But it is. I can actually see the Statue of Liberty. Wow, there it is way in the distance. That's so cool. So yeah, here guys, I'm sitting here and um, I'm traveling as it's I've already stated. So for that reason, I'm trying to not take myself too seriously in the podcasting arena this week. I feel like I've laid two very, very quite like personal and serious um, solo episodes on you guys. And to be honest with you, life's also just about having fun. You know, sometimes you just got to fucking stop taking everything so seriously. Sometimes you just got to stop overanalyzing everything in life. And sometimes you've just got to just be present and do things and live and make a random podcast about your time in New York which is what I'm going to talk to you guys about because I'm just doing like a good old-fashioned stream of consciousness uh, conversation, I think, this time, this week. So I arrived, I arrived. I arrived in America on Friday. Aaron and I got here and we landed in Newark and took uh, an Uber to Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. Greenwich is in Connecticut and i mean geez we drove through we drove from new york through new jersey or no i think newark's in new jersey we drove from new jersey to connecticut and i don't even know if that makes sense please i don't know i'm just gonna stop like let's just stop trying danielle just stop (laughs) stop trying my girl okay it's not i'm acting like i know these things anyway i went to connecticut went to greenwich connecticut and it was really really lovely a beautiful place honestly so picturesque It doesn't even, I just don't know, guys. I don't know what happens in America's, in this side of the world, but things are just picturesque, perfectly manicured. At least that's what Greenwich is like. I mean, New York's definitely a little bit more rough around the edges. There's, you know, piles of trash. It stinks in some areas. There's hot steam coming out the subway subway grids on the side of the walkways. I kind of like that, though. I kind of like that it's got more of a personality um, and more of its own more prominent energy but yeah we went to Greenwich it was lacquer we stayed in the Hyatt Regency which was a really lovely hotel my god the hotel bed that we slept in was I'm surprised I made it to New York because the way that we were getting sucked so deep into those delicious duvets was really quite something and every day getting up was like please don't make me do it it was like leaving the womb you know Every day was like being born again and I just was fighting with all my might to try and stay for as long as possible. 
especially with the traveling and the jet lag and all of that I guess compounding leaving those beautiful sheets is really tough but we made it we did it and yeah we actually we went to Greenwich for one of Aaron's friends weddings 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 he got married on Saturday Robbie is the name to his beautiful Norwegian wife Nora and yeah the Friday night there was a cocktail party that happened at this country club that was actually I think it was in Rye which is in New York guys every it's like they're very close to each other these two states you can bounce between the two of them those two specific areas so we were driving from Connecticut into technically New York almost every day it's about a 20 20 minute uber between the two places where we were staying because we couldn't get a hotel closer to where all the wedding action was taking place but yeah we we went to this beautiful country club um in new york and i was really quite nervous coming down here um because <laughs> to be frank a lot of the people or the the crew that's that Aaron's connected to here is very much that um, they all went to Ivy League schools so that's how Aaron knows them and I guess I was like really anticipating this very intense gossip girl scene oh my word I've been begging borrowing and stealing all the clothes that I can from all my friends you guys know who you are thank you I really appreciate and love you I have about six rat and boa dresses in my bag that I've stashed up on or have served me in my in my trip here and yeah the the country club vibes were were on point very very much you know salmon colored shirts lots of brown loafers lots of brown loafers no offense to anyone um each to their own but very interesting that there was just generally a kind of uniform that seemed to be at play lots and lots of brown loafers lot with obviously like little secret socks vibes um some nice tailored pants and suit vibes there was an open bar which was lovely so we rocked up there and to be honest i think i didn't really have that much to be anxious about because everyone was so nice everyone was so friendly and Granted, I was shitting my pants half the time and feeling quite overwhelmed because Aaron is really good friends with these guys. Like when he saw all his friends, it was really sweet. They embraced each other and they were like smooching him on his cheek. And it was really cute to see that kind of bromance energy still thriving, even though they haven't seen each other in a really long time. And they obviously went to college together. But I love to see that. That really put a smile on my face. As for me, I'm like the new Stecky, the new girlfriend on the side gotta try I don't know try make a good impression try deliver energy and cool and like interest interesting vibes and be interested in other people when you've just like landed from a flight all the way from South Africa 15 hours that morning and then that that evening you at a cocktail party but it went down really well I think everyone was so divine I was quite nervous which I keep saying but the reason I keep saying that is because I'm trying to get to the point which was we decided to have some drinks for obvious reasons and I forgot how massive American drinks are or just how much alcohol goes into them and I'm wondering if 
the you know the science and the the ratios are so far off because of the the shot sizes so you know here in the states like a shot here is like a double what a shot in south africa would be so a single here is technically like a double in south africa i would say so when you're having a an espresso martini or a normal martini which is what we had i I feel like i mean my spidey senses are telling me that you're drinking four shots not just two so we started the evening off with an espresso martini it was delicious it was delightful guys there was like this glowing full moon low hung over this i'm not sure if it was a harbor or if it was like a lake or something or a river but there was just this massive body of water out the back of this country club and this low hanging luminous moon oh god it was so stunning and had my espresso martini in hand which went down like a homesick mall probably went down faster than it should have but then you know i was vibing i was like lacquer 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 we on it the chats are going the vibes are going let's have another cocktail so great we get another cocktail this time i love an i love a martini like my favorite cocktail one of my favorites i have a few favorites but there's just something for me about a delicious perfectly well balanced chilled dirty 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 like really dirty gin martini with extra olives that's the ultimate for me so we went in for the gin martinis and let me tell you i actually had to pour half of it out because i could i felt that i was getting absolutely schmangled absolutely schmangled and i just thought this is not the occasion for that danielle and when i think back on it now i mean the next morning i woke up and i honestly had i was like what was i saying to people what did i i know that i had lots of conversations and i know that i had a lot to say (laughs) i can definitely remember really being engaged and having a fuckload to say to everyone but i could not remember what i was saying the next morning which is really disconcerting so that's just a word to the wise cocktails in america are something to really tread lightly with had a bit of a hangover called us an uber home and like and we had mcdonald's but guys coming to america with with the measly meager rand south african rand is just another experience entirely and i called an uber it wasn't far hey it was like it wasn't far and it was like i woke up the next morning and i I saw a bank charge for 800 rand and i just thought wow okay cool that puts things into perspective and then we went to mcdonald's and i'm not fibbing that i think if you converted how much money we spent at mcdonald's it was like 400 rand That's just not, no one should ever spend that much money at McDonald's. Like no one should ever, for two people. I mean, I eat McDonald's fairly regularly. I I probably eat it once every two months. I'm not going to lie to you. And yeah, to spend 400 rand at McDonald's is just like, wow, guys, pump the brakes. Anyway, thank God for that McDonald's because it was absolutely vital. And you know what else? It was actually just really quite fun to just be drunk. Erin and I were just drunk together and we were laughing and being silly and it was really nice and we got home and we sat on the hotel room like on our hotel floor and and ate our mcdonald's and laughed and had sex and that was what we did and it was really nice (laughs) and probably i might edit this out i'm not sure i might (laughs) can you hear that siren that's one thing about new york city guys the sirens go off here there's always a siren going off and it's so fucking loud when you're on the street walking next to it you're like jesus guys I don't really understand. I mean, I suppose there are a lot of people here. 
But is there seriously someone pegging every two minutes? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is there someone pegging every two minutes? Maybe. I don't know. I need to check my statistics. But they like just the alarms. I mean, the sirens are nonstop here. Um, so part of our little trip up here, I thought, you know, okay. So Erin and I have a shared vision document that we've created together. The siren is killing my vibe, guys. Hurry up. Get to your destination. Anyway, I'm just going to have to get over it. So, Erin and I have a, a document, a Word, no, not a, not a Word document, a Google Docs document thing that we have curated together. And it's called our vision document, our vision document for 2023. And in that document, maybe I should pull it up, actually, so that I don't talk shit to you. But... Aaron started it because that's just how Aaron's brain works because he's brilliant like that and he loves organizing his thoughts and creating documents and excel spreadsheets and the man has things like documented and diarized from like years ago I'm not lying to you an example of one I think I stand corrected is something like a quarterly review of his business and I think he might even have a personal version of that same kind of review like what are his goals and they can be fitness related mental health related business related relationship related and like literally has goals for all of these different arenas and then he sets them and then he'll like review them and I'm pretty sure he has this document that dates back like years and years and years and years and years and years and he still keeps it and he keeps adding to it needless to say Aaron has created something for us similar to that it's not the first time he's done something like this but it's the first time that I think we've both properly collaborated on something so we have this document called our vision document for 2023 and in it we list things let me get it up for you guys okay I found it in the documents it has things like um I probably shouldn't read out exactly what's in here uh for Erin maybe I'll read you my ones Deep in connection with Erin, nurturing our relationship. And then underneath that, we'll break that down. So like, for example, underneath that bullet point, there's regular therapy that we need to go to, uh, weekly check-ins, like re weekly relationship check-ins. We actually haven't done that. We need to do that. Um, quality time. So I broke that down and said, do things that are more fun and more silly and different things, uh, like painting classes or dancing classes or watching sport games in the stadium and la la la, that kind of stuff. Building a beautiful home together, kink things up, hee hee. Uh, that's <laughs> that's one thing that we also have agreed upon doing, um, and financial planning, blah 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 blah. And then each one of these bullet points, I kind of have broken down further. As I mentioned in that point list thing there, one of them, one of those points is kink things up, hee hee. So before we came to New York. <laughs> I'm like dying for if anyone actually listens to this that's my family don't listen if you're my family turn away block your ears stop listening to me um so i just i went past i mean i live in the cape quarter in cape town near the cape quarter there's like this little sex store that lives there called olivia gray and i popped in there before like on the day that we were leaving i was packing my bags and stuff and i was like you know what let me just go let me just go see what's in there i thought maybe i'd buy some lingerie or something kinky to like surprise Erin with when I got when we got here I went in there and we looked around well I looked around on my own some really really fascinating things in these sex stores some frighteningly large dildos as I'm sure we all know and one of the things that 
really piqued my interest at the sex store was these cock rings. So, I mean, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm a bit of a sicko. Like, I don't think I'm a sicko, but the picture on, on the cock ring packet was, was, it was like a ball and cock ring thing. And it, this guy's dick on the picture was just so, so like engorged and like just looked like it was about to burst. And I don't know why. That doesn't sound attractive, but I was like, that looks fucking sick. I saw that and I thought to myself, I need one of those. And what I love this, like, I love this the most for me because I don't even have a penis. But I'm like so pumped to get this onto the nearest penis I can find. So I just, I mean, I'm standing there and I'm browsing. It's always so awkward in these shops. I swear to God. I don't know why. I shouldn't, I'm 30 years old. Like, why is it awkward? I need to grow the fuck up. But it really is quite awkward. And like the guy who works there is this pretty young um, dude. I mean, like he's like pretty young, like ginger dude. I don't know. I, I don't honestly, I'm not being rude, but like I don't really know. I don't know who decided to hire him um, to work at the sex shop. Uh, that sounds really rude, but he's just like a really young boy. He seems to me like the fact that he works in the sex shop and I'm asking him advice about like these crazy sex toys to me is like just blows my mind. I'm just like. I don't know he looks like he should be in high school or at like the very most first year university needless to say i'm standing there now and i'm like in this i've kind of wandered into the sex store and i'm in the kind of back area <laughs> i think that's where they keep the extra freaky things you know so i'm in the freaky freaky section and um i'm looking at this wall with all these different sex toys like they they kind of all been like hung up there um, they're all, all in packaging and stuff. And the specific wall that I'm looking at just has this incredible variety of cock rings. And as I said to you, there was that really crazy nuts looking one. So this dude waltzes up to me, can see that I'm looking and I'm obviously looking quite interested. And he's like, okay, do you need any help? Can I give you any, like, any like insights on anything? So I was like, yeah, absolutely. Young, tiny, tiny man who I really feel like this is quite crazy for me to be getting advice from you. But yeah, give me your knowledge. Anyway, he comes and says to me, can I help you with anything? I'm like, yes. So I'm looking at this wall of cock rings and I say to him, what is like, tell me about this one. So the one that I described is like, a, it like goes around the balls and around the dick. <laughs> and it's thick, eh? It's like so thick. So I can't even remember what the name of the brand was, but it has like some hectic name, like like bull or something like that. I don't know, some, some like hectic name. And he's just like, okay, um cool have you guys used cock rings before and I said to him no we actually have not used cock rings before so then he said mm, okay well on that note I don't think you should maybe go for this most hectic hectic cock ring because they generally you start on like this, these other stretchy ones or you start with other kind of ones and then you kind of build your way up to that he's like that one is quite an intense one I'm not gonna lie to you so if your partner hasn't used a cock ring before then I would recommend going for these other things. So he recommended the same brand, but another version, which is like these stretchy, they're called willy rings or something. And I mean, come now, come now. I'm not, I'm looking at the badass cock ring and now you're going to tell me I must try the willy ring. It looks like stretchy calamari. It's like, no, it doesn't look the same to me. Where's the picture of the dick that's being like choked out? That's what I want. <laughs> that's the level of um, spice that I'm trying to bring into the bedroom not stretchy calamari willy rings anyway so 
I'm browsing, I ask him more questions, I'm asking him this, I'm asking him that. There's a metal cock ring there, which I found really interesting. So now I'm the, this guy must have just thought this woman's an absolute like nut job because I've now told him my boyfriend's never used a cock ring before, as far as I know. Um and then I'm like asking him about all the worst, all the most hectic cock rings. I'm like looking at him. So I ask him about the fucking looks like it's I don't know what, like the, the ultimate dick and ball lockout blockout mabob of of the century that's the first one that i'm drawn to he's like mm, maybe not like try the willy rings i'm like no what about this metal one <laughs> and he's like mm, you know what I, I mean i wasn't asking for the metal one in terms of necessarily purchasing it but i was interested i was like this is interesting to me tell me more he's like no you should not get the willy the the metal willy rings you should rather get um something else la 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 because they obviously don't have any stretch in them if you get them on to uh or if you, if you put them on when the penis is flaccid and then the penis becomes erect and engorged then it obviously constricts blood flow which means that there's a chance it could get stuck that's what he said to me anyway so i was like fine let's just scrap that then lame just kidding i don't want to i don't want to torture my boyfriend but i was like <laughs> sorry for anyone who thinks uh yeah actually not sorry not sorry it's, he's my boyfriend and i know what he's into i didn't end up getting the metal one but i did end up getting a selection of three different sized cock rings the one was like a little bit smaller and stretchy like more i, I couldn't really play around with how stretchy it was because it was in a closed plastic thing and then I got like a bigger one, a much wider one, which I think you would put over, like pull the whole dick and balls through. And then I got like this other thick, thick one. So there were like three different sizes in there. And anyway, I was like, lacquer, lacquer, lacquer. So I buy these things and I buy this really, really amazing lube, guys. Oh my gosh. It's this German lube. I mean, the lube was more expensive than the cock rings. So it's really, really good lube. Um, it's so like silky and just keeps keeps on going it's not like other general generally i don't like lube generally I'll, I'll opt for like um coconut oil to be honest but because it just is so nice it's just like so like oh it's just like keeps going you know it's like slippery and slidey and i find lube especially water-based lube to get a little bit tacky and sticky and lame so yeah this other lube that i have is like banging so I leave the the, the 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 jaw, the sex door with these cock rings and the lube and I tell Erin, like, I've got a surprise. I, I went and I've organized a surprise and we're going to have a really nice, cool, fun surprise in America. So fast forward to, I've gone on a whole tangent, but fast forward to the scene now that I've described where we've come home from the cocktail party we're drunk we've eaten mcdonald's and now we like bam chicka wow wow so anyway i whip out the cock rings we the cock rings get put into play obviously with with us we kind of had played around with them a little bit early on in the day but now you know the evening when you're a little bit uh, inebriated i think a little bit more adventurous with how to use them so now at this point i've got more than one i'm using more than one let me just put it that way i don't want to get too overly graphic but like i've got there are more than there's more than one cock ring being used at this at this point in time so but so and it was fun guys honestly they they i think they're really cool then the next day you know obviously aaron and i carry on with our day we wake up the next day and aaron casually i don't even know how he, how it came up in conversation but 
I think we were discussing we were discussing the cock rings and stuff. Like we went for a lovely walk and we went and we grabbed coffee and then on the way walking back to our hotel, um, I guess I asked him how did you enjoy that you know like or we were like you know having a little giggle about how nuts we were being that last night because we were fucking eating mcdonald's and having sex and like not at the same time not, not that there's anything wrong with that but um yeah eating mcdonald's and having sex and and like being drunk and having a big like laugh and i was like oh he he you know did you like how nice are those cock rings like did you actually did you enjoy them and obviously i'd asked him that while we were using them and I was just like double checking, you know, now that we're sober and we can look at this quite clearly, like level-headedly, um, what did you think? And he was like, yeah, no, they were really cool. <laughs> but, but shame, man. He had a dream that night after we used them. He, shame, guys. He had a dream that, in his, in his dream, so after we've used these cock rings, we obviously went to bed and he, Aaron had a dream that his penis fell off. And that he had to carry it around in his hand. And and then he was like, oh my word, like this is so weird. What am I going to do? Like I have to carry this with me now everywhere I go. Shame. So anyway, the moral of the story being that it turns out cock rings are a total, total vibe. But they might be, they might be psychologically traumatizing to men or to some people. Because at the end of the day, you have these like thick black rubber bands tied around your dick constricting the life out of it and I think I think it can be quite jarring so whilst we had a lot of fun there wasn't to to say that that was without a small price which was a little bit of psychological trauma anyway I really enjoyed that when Aaron told me that he had a dreamer's dick follow up I was I died I was like oh my god wow I mean, imagine if I'd gotten the other fucking cock rings I was clocking there. Way Anyway. Um, so that's my random and probably extremely oversharing story. But yeah. And then the wedding itself, guys. So then the Saturday we woke up, we had the wedding that day. And it was at a, another country club. Well, I think the same country club, but a different area. called A country club called Apawamis. Spelled A P A. W-A-M-I S like apostrophe S Apawamis and in that was I think also in Rye god damn Daniel, I'm just gonna stop trying to pretend I know where anything is and yeah the wedding was so lovely honestly there was probably there was like over, I mean maybe over 200 people there so a fair event from what I understand quite a few people and oh god it was so nice open bar like booze flowing delicious harvest table after the reception the beautiful reception live band oh my gosh they had this really cool live live band with, with like trumpets and guitars and drums and uh about four singers it was so 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 they were so good they created such a vibe and yeah and then we danced we ate they kept you know what i really do appreciate about this couple and it's not to say it's not to say that i don't have respect for the concept of a wedding ceremony but to be honest with you, no one wants to come and sit there and watch you. Okay, actually, you know, I don't actually care how this sounds because I'm sorry, I'm speaking on behalf of most of humanity. There are people that are going to really love watching the bride and groom up there for maybe an hour or however, how long it is. Maybe that's like your mom, like the mom of the bride, the mom of the groom, like, you know, immediate family who 
are going to want this whole thing drawn out and want to like linger on every second possible of this auspicious occasion and I respect that but to any other guest that's there look you know what we're here to celebrate you 100% we obviously want to see you come down the aisle we want to see that beautiful moment when it's like I do and like embrace and all that stuff but can we also just make it a bit snappy like don't make it super long and this is what I'm saying is that this couple this bride and groom nailed it they really really kept it to the point I fucking loved it like they didn't drag anything out even the even the um like in the actual wedding reception there was so little formalities and so little like I don't know like spiels you know like there were no spiels it was just an actual celebration it was so nice like there was probably two speeches that was it there wasn't even like a first dance they just opened the dance floor with um the bride and the groom and the, the groom and the bride's parents all dancing together but like we really had a good time and once again drank the most drank the absolute most um and drank some of the most delicious tequila i've ever had in my life but it was lots of fun we left there at about like 12 12 30 got home fucked around in the hotel lobby i think i had erin on one of those i don't know what they're called but the things that they they put like the luggage on in the hotels to port to porter the luggage from room to room you know those funny like those like funny metal shaped arch things so anyway I put Aaron in one of those and I was pushing him around the halls of the hotel and we were laughing and it was lots of fun and yeah I woke up the next day with an absolute cracker of a headache we were so hungover guys and having jet lag you wake up at 5 30 so like on top of your hangover on top of your hangover you're waking up at 5 30 it's almost like your body just wants to really force you to enjoy every second of this hangover yeah small price to pay for the amount of fun we had it was so fucking cool loved it and then the next day we packed up our shit left the hotel room and went for a brunch at robbie and robbie's family's house in connecticut in greenwich let me tell you something this is the most ridiculous house i've ever been to in my whole life literally and then we caught an uber to into new york city and it's my first time here so we came straight into the city yeah we got here on sunday which was yesterday we are staying in an area called chelsea which is we can pretty much walk everywhere i walked i've walked to i went to the empire state building i went to the flat iron building i went to central park today as well i walked there so lovely so so lovely honestly my feet are throbbing though I'm really enjoying walking around like the city is just massive it's just immense it's so big and when you look at these buildings from a bird's eye view where you look at the skyline you don't really realize how big they are I know that sounds stupid but when you're walking along the street and you're like holy crap this is this is like these are big buildings you're like a little tiny ant on the floor so yeah it's been really really cool I'm really loving it well I've actually been missioning around here on my own quite a lot I've been solo missioning around New York when Erin went to go do some work, I went on a walk and I walked to Washington Square Park, which was nuts, nuts, nuts. Just in terms of the sheer amount of people at that park yesterday, no, heaving, swarms of people. And also people just doing the most arbitrary things. I know that this seems like something that's obvious about New York City, but I actually had to leave. I had to leave pretty much within about five to ten minutes of me being there because I just thought 
absolutely not like my everything in my body was just completely overwhelmed and I just thought mayday 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 I had to just get out but that wasn't without me doing a loop there to try and give you a little bit of a description first of all it just smells like a giant a massive giant bong there's so much weed going in the air there um lots of weed floating about and they kind of had like a strange market so around like the center of the there, there's a there's a massive water feature like a fountain and then around the fountain it's like a circular shape they had all these little market stalls placed yo there was like a, a chick that had her phone set up that was randomly interviewing people she had a sign that was up there that said tiktok and youtube for i think she, she was doing her own kind of creative project and people could volunteer to come up and be interviewed by her by her or i guess maybe just tell their stories that was going down there was a guy wearing a wizard hat that i think was doing tricks there was another magician there was a dude sitting there with oh my god okay he was my favorite i actually think i want to be him and if we had more parks like this in cape town i think i personally would do something the same as this or i might copy his idea and do it at africa burn next year but there was a guy sitting there and he had a typewriter and he had this massive straw hat so I don't know I don't know if anyone listening follows Jacques he's like this incredible French designer but one of his way earlier campaigns he he did a campaign with all these massive massive hats like they're these big straw beach hats but they they basically cover from about your top of your head to probably like your butt that's how big they are so there's this guy like a maybe a 36 to maybe a 36 to a 40 year old dude with a full beard sitting at a desk with a typewriter and a massive massive straw hat that kind of folds over his shoulders and down past his waist towards his butt and some random like quirky flowers on his table and he has a sign that says i think it said like moderately good poetry or like not shocking poetry so I'm assuming I was kind of just too scared to, to ask what was really going on I was really just trying to blend in there as much as possible and not have to open my mouth and reveal that I'm a foreigner I don't know why that was on my agenda I guess maybe I felt like I kind of feel like New York City is its own organism and much like any organism like our bodies would reject a foreign object or foreign matter I kind of have just been walking around the city being like nothing to see here trying not to trying not to wake up any dormant like white blood cells that are going to come kick me out I'm just like acting natural as much as possible really trying to act natural like walking with such purpose like steam fucking steam train walk energy I'm actually walking faster than most of the people on the streets here so I don't know maybe I need to calm down but I'm like you guys need to fucking hurry up because I'm marching through the seat like through the city and yeah obviously avoiding saying things as much as possible because the south african way of life is always to i don't know we just don't speak up that's what i've noticed thus far we i don't speak up like americans always like i'm sorry what like what was that and then i'm like nothing (laughs) and then i run away no i'm kidding that's not what i do but that's kind of what i feel like doing so i need to speak up that's one thing i can take out of the new york a new york person's book oh my gosh and like like this dude just be more brave so sorry I, I i digress i think the strategy was that or what his his whole plan was is that people could pay him maybe like five dollars or donation or something like that and he types them a poem on the spot on his little typewriter and then they get the little poem in their hand how cool is that 
I love that. Then there was a guy also in the in the park playing like a little drum kit, and then there were two chicks standing in the water fountain, water like waving their arms around and singing along. It was just packed, packed, so busy everywhere you look. Just like oh my god, there was also even a, a table. There was a table that said, "If you're single, we'll set we'll set you up." And there were these random guys, and I actually overheard a, a woman go up to that table and she said, "I'm sorry, how does this work?" And then they were like, "Oh." Do you want us to set you up? And they were having a whole conversation. I don't even know how it worked because I had to leave the park at that point. I just was like, get me out of here. But I really, really did enjoy it as an experience because Americans or New York, New Yorkers just don't give a shit. They do not give a shit. And I want to be more like them. I was like, this is so rock and roll. I fucking love this. So that's me so far. There's like Starbucks everywhere known to mankind. Um, I went to Times Square today as well and I think one of the biggest mistakes I've made in this trip so far is I bought a box of cigarettes at Times Square. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. It cost me 450 rand. Like, Danielle, Danielle, really? Like, why? Why did I even need the cigarettes? I don't know. I think I'm trying to, I think it's because I watched an episode of Sex in the City on the way here on the flight and I saw Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw smoking chain smoking all her cigarettes and I just want to be her so I decided I must have a box of cigarettes but chose literally the worst place probably in the whole of America to try and buy anything and I chose Times Square to try and buy a box of cigarettes and I bought a box of cigarettes and it cost me an arm and a leg anyway I've smoked one of them so I better fucking smoke them all to make it worthwhile but yeah guys this is kind of a random podcast episode, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, there's no, I'm not, as I said, opting, trying to opt, trying to just keep it interesting, you know? Can't always be an esoteric fucking deep dive into my own psyche, because that's also just gets a little bit exhausting sometimes. And you know what? Even a bit boring. Just be more dimensional. God damn it. So yeah, that's all I have to say to you guys for today. Thank you for listening. This is my... New York City rant ramble New York City America ramble episode new episodes out every Wednesday if you did enjoy it and if you are enjoying it please will you follow me on whatever platform you're listening on at the moment I don't actually know if you can follow me on all of them but if you're listening on Spotify please you give me a follow and please will you give me a rating i would love to get your feedback i will chat to you again soon next week i will have something to tell you about something and stay tuned don't miss it love you thank you for listening